In one of the hardest games to explain all season long, the Seahawks lose to the Redskins 17-14. Hall of Famer Warren Moon joining us. And, Warren, I'm just going to ask you to try to explain <laughs> what happened today. I'm still trying to figure it out, uh, Paul. You know, this is a team that generated 437 yards of offense to 244 for the Redskins. But when you have 16 penalties in the ballgame for 138 yards, when you have two turnovers in the ball game. When you miss three field goals in a ball game, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. You're going to have a tough time winning in the National Football League. And that's what happened to this football team today. They just kept shooting themselves in the foot. Every time they move the football and advance it, they, they go two steps back with a penalty or something like that. So you just can't play inconsistent football like that and expect to win. Oh, kicker Blair Walsh missed three field goals, and I think Pete Carroll will be the first to tell you it goes way beyond those field goal misses, the reason they lost this game. And, you know, you hear so much about execution in these games, Warren. Really, the Seahawks failed to execute on many, many occasions. They were very, very sloppy today in their execution. Again, all the penalties, all the missed assignments, you just can't have that at this point in the season. We're at the halfway point in the season. This is where you start to want to be playing your best football, and you can't be playing like that on the offensive side of the ball. The defensive side of the ball, I thought, played very, very good football until the end of the football game in that last drive. But other than that, they've been playing pretty consistent ball for most of the season. But the offensive side has got to get more consistent. Now we talk about the Seahawks' failure to make big plays today, and the Washington Redskins come to town all beat up, really. I mean, a lot of key players out, and they still manage to pull this thing off. Yeah, and sometimes you can, you can read all of that, that the team is beat up. They have all these injuries. They're playing a lot of backup players, and maybe you, you fall into that trap of maybe not taking a team as, as uh, serious as you should have and give them the respect that they deserve. But the Redskins, on the other hand, they galvanized their team together. They went out on the road. They're in a place where nobody likes them anyway, and they felt like, what do we have to lose? Let's just go out there and play as, as hard as we possibly can. Those guys who are getting a chance to play who don't get a chance to play very much because of those injuries, they're going to raise their level of play because this is their opportunity to shine. So you saw a lot of great efforts by a lot of players on that team that don't necessarily play very much, but they, they took advantage of their opportunity today. Yeah, it was interesting to hear head coach Jay Gruden earlier in the week say, yeah, we know how good they are on defense. We're just going to go out there. We're still going to throw the ball. We're just going to wing it. What the heck is pretty much his approach to this game. And whatever it was, they were able to pull it out 17-14. Okay, Warren, let's talk about the offensive line first. Okay. Dwayne Brown, the newest member of that offensive line, he had a penalty today, but in his defense, every player on that offensive line got at least one penalty today, and that's just something that it's just really a sign of how things have been going with the O-line. Well, it just can't happen. You, know, you just can't have that many guys in one, one unit have that many penalties uh, on your offensive side of the football because all it's going to do is keep backing you up. We had a number of holding penalties today. We had a number of illegal procedures, and you shouldn't have illegal procedures penalties at home. Usually you're going to have those on the road where maybe the noise becomes a, a disruption to you, but when you're at home, it's nice and quiet. There's no reason you should be jumping offside. So a lot of these penalties is just concentration and focus. These guys have got to start concentrating and focusing more. Even though they are young players, they've been playing enough and they've made enough mistakes that they should realize, I can't keep making the same mistake over and over again. And we're seeing some of the same guys make the same mistakes over and over again. How about uh, your quick take on Dwayne Brown? I thought Dwayne did a really nice job today. I didn't see a lot of pressure from that side of the field. Uh, he's a real football player. He, he's a tough, physical guy. I saw him a couple of times just stone his guy and dive on top of him and just lay on him, not let him go anywhere. So he's a great addition to this offensive line. And hopefully some of that will start to um, – I guess kind of rub off on the rest of those younger players out there. When they see the style and the way he plays the game, they'll want to play the way he plays. Yeah, it can only help for sure as they get some more time 
to work together. All right, uh, we look at the rest of the NFL. You know, Washington beat the Rams in week two, 27-20. They had the Seahawks number in this game as well. The Rams put up 51 points today. So as we continue here, we'll show you the NFL highlights, some big games today. Plus, of course, we're going to hear from the players as we continue on the fifth quarter. Stay with us. Warren, we already talked about uh, 33-year-old Vernon Davis, but now we have uh, Freeney, who is, I looked at my notes again, because it's hard to believe this guy's <laughs> playing like he's 21, but he's 37 years old, Warren, and he had two sacks and a batted ball today, and he kind of wreaked havoc for a guy out there in, in limited time. Yeah, he's still playing very well, and he's a guy that still wants to play the game. He, he told Pete Carroll, thanks for getting me up off the couch when he called him on the phone about coming here to play for the Seahawks because he got tired of playing golf and sitting around, so yeah, this is uh, something that when, when you play football for a living and you've been doing this every year for who knows how many years, you get a little bit antsy this time of the year. And I'm sure he got antsy even though he was in retirement. But here he is back for this football team, two sacks today, a batted pass. I mean, you, what can you say about the guy's contribution so far to this team in such a, a short period of time? Yeah, and even his, his contributions as, as a player coach out there, you got to figure guys like Nas Jones, Quentin Jefferson, guys that played uh, big today uh, are going to benefit from his existence out there. Yeah, well, these are guys that probably rooted for him and were idolizing him as a player when they were young kids, and now all of a sudden they're playing with a guy like that. So they can't do nothing but learn from somebody like this. So hopefully they're taking taking advantage of the opportunity of playing next to a guy like this and trying to soak up as much uh, of the knowledge that he has of playing defensive line in the National Football League. All right, Warren, as we wrap this thing up, uh, tell us everything the Seahawks did wrong in this game. <laughs> what, what do they have to correct going into this next game? Well, they can't hurt themselves with penalties. I think we've got to run the football a lot better, and then we've got to cut out some of those explosive plays, especially like the ones at the end of this ball game that beat us. But, you know, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be tough because they're a divisional opponent. Divisional opponents always are tough to put away, especially at home, and both teams have to get their bodies ready to play again on a Thursday night. What team – does that the best is probably going to win this football game. You know, as, as tough as the Cardinals have had it this year, we should say they beat the 49ers, as you saw in the highlights. But, um, you know, Bruce Arians' team at home, a rivalry like this, you know he's going to have those guys ready. But he has Drew Stanton throwing for him because Palmer's out with a broken arm, and they really rely on that running game. They're relying on Adrian Peterson, who they acquired a few weeks ago. He had 159 yards against the 49ers on 37 carries, so they're going to give him the football a lot against us. And I like uh, that matchup. I like our deep run defense against their their, uh, their run offense, I think we'll win that battle. Put the game in Stanton's hands and see if he can beat us. Yeah, well, hopefully that defense will come through for sure. It's a short week for the Hawks Thursday night, and we will join you live right after Thursday's game on the fifth quarter. You can see that game on King 5. For Hall of Famer Warren Moon, I'm Paul Sylvie. For Chris Egan back in the studios, thank you for joining us tonight. We'll see you Thursday night from Glendale.